just do it is not a solution. Just do it is a fix. Fixes are temporary, solutions are long-term. Real change doesn't happen at the just do it fix level. While Arjun is away, Team Arjun's gonna play. We're here to bring you our favorite actionable insights and content from Arjun's newest book, Profit First for Lawyers. Profit First for Lawyers is going to accelerate your law firm's growth so that you can profit in every area of your life not just financially. Team Arjun is also going to be sharing what it's really like to work with Arjun Robbins behind the scenes. So, put your BS aside for the next few minutes and put yourself, your family, your firm, and your profit first. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit First for Lawyers podcast. I'm your host, Carly, and today we have another member of Team Arjun joining us in studio. Zoe, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you. I'm Zoe. I am Arjun's calendar coordinator. So I handle the coordination, scheduling, and prioritizing of all of the events and meetings that require Arjun's time. And he is quite a busy man, so it keeps me busy <laughs> all the time. Woo, buddy. Understatement of the century there, Zoe. Okay, so if I am a person who wants to get on Arjun's calendar, what do I do? Uh, I do appreciate dark chocolate and wine. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to leave that in. Okay. For those of you joining us, Zoe and I are members of Team Arjun, which is a team that supports Arjun Robbins in all of his, um, how do I want to describe this? Um, Goals, visions, seemingly crazy, but ultimately, holy moly, why are they so successful endeavors? Arjun is a true visionary. And while he is in Paris for the summer with his family, Team Arjun and I got together and decided, you know what? He's got a book that's coming out in less than a month now. And we want to launch this thing. So basically, the members of Team Arjun came together and decided while Arjun's in Paris with his family over the summer, we're just going to launch the book for him without him knowing that we're doing it. Isn't it so fun being able to give others a sneak peek into what it's like to work with Arjun? I think a lot of people would be very surprised to learn what it's really like to work with Arjun, uh, which kind of leads me into the next thing. So in a, in a moment, Zoe is going to introduce one of her favorite clips that Arjun did while he was in the studio recording the audiobook for the Profit First for Lawyers book. But for right now, Zoe, let me ask you, okay, as the most tenured member of Team Arjun, what did you think it was going to be like working with Arjun when you first were hired? So I was actually originally hired as a contractor. So I didn't hear anything about Arjun. I was just doing project-based tasks with Delisi, his chief of staff. And it was after working with them for about a month or so, working with Delisi and Arjun, that uh, we all decided that we liked working with each other so much that they brought me on full time. And I very happily accepted. (laughs) Boy, are we glad that you did, too. I don't know anybody who could handle Arjun's crazy calendar the way that you do, Zoe. Okay, so let me ask then, because you you had kind of a unique entrance into Team Arjun. Um, so you didn't have a ton of preconceived notions before you started, but uh, give the listeners and the viewers at home a little bit of insight into what is it like working with somebody like Arjun Robbins on a daily basis? Yeah, so 
I originally, like I said, I originally started as a contractor and had no interaction with him, um, basically none. And then I became the administrative assistant. So I was still working with Delisi, but had a bit more of a personal contact with Arjun. And now I'm his calendar coordinator. So I work very closely with him on a very regular basis. One thing that I can say about working with Arjun is that he really cares about our personal, professional, and financial goals and really is invested in in helping us reach those goals through um, his coaching, through resources that he provides to us, and just just general advice. He's always asking me about the goals that I've set for myself and and asking me <laughs> how I'm coming on those. So uh-huh. I am sure that you didn't know what you were signing up for when you told him you wanted to buy a house, right? How often does he mention that? It has been brought up numerous times before we started the Zoom <laughs> meeting when it's just him and I. He'll be like, so Zoe, what about that house? You shouldn't say a goal in front of Arjun unless you are committed to seeing it through because he is committed to seeing it through for you. (laughs) Woo, buddy. That is for sure and certain. So, Zoe, you've gone from having almost no interaction with Arjun to having almost daily interaction with Arjun. Can I ask, what is the most profitable piece of wisdom that Arjun has either communicated to you directly or has said to somebody else in your hearing that you've taken and tried to embody? Yeah. So working with Arjun, we get little nuggets of wisdom every single day. But one of the Mm -hmm. most profitable pieces of advice that I've been using in my life, especially recently, is that the perfect project that you release next month will always be outperformed by the mediocre project that you release tomorrow. Um, he always is saying that done is better than perfect because realistically nothing's ever going to be perfect. So you just need to get it done. I actually have it taped to the wall right in front of my desk because in the past I've pushed off projects until they're just right or they're just perfect. And in reality, they never see the light of day because that's just never going to be the case. So Arjun has expanded on this point by pointing out the fact that if you just release it today or tomorrow in a month from now, when you would have just been releasing that perfect project, your project is going to be even better than that project would have been because you'll have the real experience and mistakes that you've been learning from for the past month. And your project will be even better than it would have been if you would have waited. Yes, I was in that meeting. And I agree. That was one of the best pieces of advice that I have heard. I'm also a bit of a perfectionist. So that's something he gets after me for quite a lot too. Uh, But I think that's a really great segue into the clip that you chose for today as well. And so this is Arjun in the studio. Do you want to intro this clip, Zoe? Yeah, of course. So today Arjun is going to be talking about fixing a problem versus solving a problem. Okay, awesome. Let's roll the clip. Do you want to know how to solve the problem? Or do you want to know how to fix the problem? Do you understand the difference between fixing a problem and solving the problem? No, maybe I don't. Fixing a problem is temporary. Solving a problem is more permanent or long-term. When you come to a mastermind, when you do deep developmental coaching, we're working to solve problems, to to pull it out by the root. Okay. When you are... uh, doing performance coaching, we're just fixing problems, right? right? Uh, fix this, get it done. So the, and sometimes you use a fix 
to set you up for a solution. You don't have to always go to the deep, deep, deep solution first. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Sign up for the thing right now. Commit. Now you're committed. Now you have to do it. This is how I built my business. Just do it is not a solution. Just do it is a fix. Fixes are temporary, solutions are long-term. Real change doesn't happen at the just-do-it-fix level. Real, lasting, durable, long-term change and growth happens at a much deeper solution, developmental, really unpacking all your mindset shit and examining it and taking inventory and deciding what to keep and what to get rid of and where it came from and how it's serving you. That was a really good one, Zoe. Thanks for picking that. Um, can I ask a little bit of, of insight? Because again, we have hours and hours and hours and hours of this kind of content. What drew you to that segment specifically? Yeah. So especially at the end of the clip, when he's telling the member to just sign up for the thing, it really takes me back a little backstory here. Actually, Uh, my high school valedictorian speech was centered around the phrase of 10 seconds of courage. And I was telling everybody, just do the thing, just buy the plane ticket, just walk up to that person and introduce yourself. Because once you've done that, you're committed to do it. It's like a fix versus a solve, right? You're just getting yourself in there. And then as you go on the trip or as you talk to the person, once you've started doing it, then you can get deeper into the solve part. But just 10 seconds of courage. Just do it now. I love that. I didn't know that you were your high school's valedictorian. That does not shock me to hear, by the way. But I didn't know that. That's awesome, Zoe. I want a copy of that speech at some point. Um, I'm not sure the, the quality of that speech now that it's been quite a while ago, but I'll see if I can put it down in the archives. <laughs> yeah, please, please do. I, I really genuinely want to see it. Well, man, I really appreciate you being willing to let me drag you on camera today. <laughs> that was really valuable for me. Um, and I really hope that it's also valuable for our listeners too. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to work on Team Arjun and so fun to work with you. And and this project is just another awesome thing that we're doing. So thank you so much. (laughs) Well, you know, the unfortunate thing about being so great on camera, Zoe, is it means I'm just going to make you come back and do it again. (laughs) All right. Just let me know when and where. Oh, boy. Yep, I will. Thanks again, Zoe. Okay, for the last clip of the day, uh, Arjun sent back some more of those questions. So this is Arjun in the midst of a big light show in Paris. It actually looks insanely cool. I Paris has never been on my bucket list, but after seeing some of these videos, it is. Uh, the video itself is a little bit dark, uh, and there's some really cool operatic music behind it. But pay attention. This is some really great information on answering the question, how can I use debt as a ladder instead of a crutch? Let's roll the clip. How do I use debt as a ladder instead of using debt as a crutch? So there's a difference between performing debt and non-performing debt. Performing debt is called an investment. This is where you borrow money from a bank, from a credit card company, from your family, from your 401k, from wherever, and you put it to use against a plan. And the plan includes projections and assumptions and expectations and actions you're gonna take 
to make the debt turn into profit, turn into cash flow. So if I take $100,000 and I just use it to pay rent, that's probably not gonna be performing debt. But if I take that $100,000 and I use it to jumpstart a marketing campaign, if I take that $100,000 and I use it to jumpstart the hiring and the proper onboarding and the proper training and the proper supervision of a salesperson or a marketing agency or an associate attorney who I'm gonna get a positive ROI on because the position has been engineered to be profitable for the firm, for the clients, and of course, for the employee also. If I, if I use the money for that purpose, then it's performing debt. Then it's a ladder that helps you climb and climb and climb and climb and grow your business and grow to freedom. If you just take the money and you use it to make excuses to avoid sending out bills to your clients, if you use the money to avoid picking up the phone and collecting your accounts receivables, if you use the money to pay the bills and pay the bills and pay the bills to give yourself time to avoid going out and doing marketing or following up with prospective new clients and sales calls, then you're using debt as a crutch and not a ladder. So to summarize everything that we've heard today, right? There is a time and a place for a fix. A fix is not bad so long as we don't stay in that fix mindset, so long as we're working towards a solution, a long-term solution. Just do it. Have 10 seconds of courage. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and make sure that you stick around because next time we're going to be talking about how to keep moving forward when your subconscious screams at you telling you to quit. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast, tell a friend, tell a colleague, tell a family member, have everybody subscribe and go to ProfitFirstForLawyers.com to pre-order your copy of Arjun's newest book, Profit First for Lawyers. That's all we have for you today, folks. My name is Carly and on behalf of Zoe and the rest of Team Arjun, thanks so much for watching and we'll see you next time.